0: You're listening to Fox on the Wire podcast. Well, welcome everybody to Fox on the Wire. Got a very special guest today, uh, Robert Patton. Welcome, Rob. Thank you. Welcome to Fox on the Wire. Cheers. How are you doing today? Good. Good. Beautiful Sunday. Just ticked over to afternoon. Yep. So um, we met a little while back. I think back yeah. in December. That's right, yeah. Um that was a swampland ski. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So kind of an accidental thing. That's right. Um we were just uh
0: put up together, right, as a lineup. Yeah, I think you were you were already booked. Yep. Um, and then Rod Fritz and I um, That's right. Contacted Swamplanders to um to to get on there before Christmas, I think it was. Okay. And um is it Claire the Booker? She's, Claire, yeah. She yeah. said, there's already uh, an act on, but we'll put him on first, and you guys yeah. can follow after. I'm like, yeah, sure. So um, I think we, we chucked you on the flyer, yep. even though we hadn't met you before. Oh, okay. okay and, yeah. and, um, and then... I knew of you, though, through um,
1: Mick. Oh, yeah. Mutual acquaintances, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I um, well, when
0: I met you that night, I'm like, have I not met this guy before? Because of your connections with Mick and that's right, yeah. Busy um, Kingdom and yeah, you know, just I don't know, just somehow yeah, we must have missed each other along the way there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah,
1: because um, I yeah, I remember seeing your name around and at various gigs and stuff, and I think I I think Mick saw that and he's like, oh yeah, crazy, yeah. We know him and stuff, and say hi, and then you know Kurt as well.
0: And yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, oh, actually, he came down that night, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was a good night. Well, it was lucky you were you were playing actually, because um, Rod was flying down from or flying up from Tassie.
1: Ah, you know okay.
0: He, I do, yeah. And his flight got <laughs> delayed or something. I think it got delayed and then it got cancelled. Ah, right. So yeah, yeah. Um, he couldn't even jump in an Uber and yeah, come across. Yeah, he was stuck just, on a, On uh, an island, literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I still haven't seen him since, but uh, I think he's gone back to Germany, so... Is that where he's from? No, no, he's from Tassie. Okay. Uh, I think he's been living over in Germany for a little while, so... Okay, gotcha. Shout out to Rob if you're tuning in. Yeah. Rod, sorry. (laughs) I've got Rob in front of me. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, it turned out to be a good night, regardless, and... Yeah, uh, no, it was good. We just played sort of longer sets. That's right, I remember that now, yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I remember thinking it was pretty cool that you dragged the resonator along with you and that's brought it up right. on
1: stage. Yeah, I recently got that, um, well, like about six months ago. Yeah. Actually, maybe a bit longer now. And uh, that's been interesting because it didn't actually uh, come with a pickup, so I had to get that fitted. Mm. And uh, there's all kinds of problems that happen with feedback issues and stuff like that. But it's, I always get a good response from that. People seem to really dig that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely definitely a different kind of instrument to play. I often play it in open tunings too, so... Yeah, open... Yeah. Open a, Open D and G. Right. Yeah. So, um, which I don't often... That's like a new thing for me, really. And using slide as well. Yeah. It's like learning again in some ways.
0: Mm. Yeah. I find the open tunings... Good because um well like you get used to standard tuning and your usual chord yeah uh, shapes and yeah structures yeah. and then the open tuning just sort of well, opens up yeah different chords and you kinda of don't know what you're doing, which is exactly. kind of Exactly cool. it, it kinda of takes you out of like the patterns you would often yep. go to. And yeah, it's like having a different instrument in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, I found it really and it opens up different songwriting uh well structures but yeah. also kind of styles as well oh yeah it's got uh, that droney thing going yeah it doesn't it? yeah and if you get the right sort of sounding guitar for the right tuning you got like the resonator is obviously perfect yeah um, it really rings out i've got an old court acoustic that i've got to like an open i think it's an open c sharp sort ah, of tuning okay. yeah yeah it's just kind of molded into that guitar now
1: yeah right um that's what what's going ask. Do you change your tunings on your guitars, or you kind of keep them for certain guitars for certain tunings? Yeah,
0: I do that now. I okay. Yeah. So um, I've sort of added to my guitar collection over the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, for that reason, so I can oh, right. keep them in that tuning. Yeah. Um, which can be a pain in the ass if you want to. Oh, definitely. Drag them all to gear. Yes. That's that's <laughs> what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> Because it's also a pain in the ass just standing up there, tuning in between songs, you know?
0: Yeah, I, that's one thing I don't want to do. It looks, yeah. looks bad and it's yeah. such an awkward moment. It is, yeah. you got to fill that time. Especially yeah. if it's all, all six strings. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Plus, it's nice to have a backup guitar with you on stage if you're yeah. busting strings Definitely. on that, your main yeah, that's, guitar. That's true. But, um, yeah, yeah, so I've, I've just sort of left... Uh, a couple of my guitars in a certain tuning, which means I don't play them as often, but... Yeah. Um, so, uh, with your resonator, so you sort of got an open G, and open... Open G or D, and um, that
1: was mainly because I wanted to get into slide, but I kind of... Yeah, it's it started as a slide thing, but now I just find it interesting to write in an open tuning, regardless if I'm playing slide or not, because, like you said, it just... It changes everything. It's um, yeah, it's really interesting, especially with the slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives it that real rustic kind of
0: oh, old yeah. school Delta blues sound, which yeah. is I
1: love that stuff. So
0: yeah, well, that suits your voice too. Oh, like, thank you. You've got man. like the perfect voice. Thank you for that sort of stuff. is. So I think yeah, you've hit the mark Thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> straight away. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey. Um, no, uh, yeah, I really um. I love that, that older stuff, the, yeah, like the Delta Blues stuff. I think it's really effective. Yeah. It's just basically a voice and a guitar, really. So.
0: Yeah, and it's so, it's so rough, but it's just, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what sort of influences um, for that sort of music? Like, what sort of, st- got well, you into
1: that? Um, I get like, I guess, you know, uh, seeing the posters around here and stuff, it's like, you start off with, I started off with Soundgarden and Guns N' Roses and, you know, bands like that, Led Zeppelin. And then I think um, I wanted to kind of go back and see where their influences are mm. from. And my dad had some old blues albums. And, yeah, I just kind of went from there. And then um, I just really, I liked it. I think uh, Muddy Waters was a big one. I love Muddy Waters. Um, who else? Helen Wolf, Robert Johnson. Yep. I think uh, when I was younger, I remember hearing some of it, uh, like maybe like uh, seven or something. It wasn't really, I didn't get it. Mm. I think I had to come back to kind of... Appreciate it. Yeah, because it's a
0: bit, It's some of those recordings are pretty yeah. Like, rough. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but now that's kind of the charm to it as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. you appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think so. There's, um, I know the, well, Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones, like they often talked about those Mm. Old Blues guys. Um, have you seen the movie Cadillac Records? No, my um, my girlfriend spoke about that. I haven't yeah. seen it. It's a good one? Yeah, it is. Because yeah. um, it's like, you know, Howling Wolf and Muddy um, Waters and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. I think, yeah, it's a really, really cool sort of movie. Okay. Um, I think Beyonce plays Etta James. Oh, does she? Um, but yeah, it's, it's okay. quite, yeah, quite a good movie. I um, sort of recommend it to people who are interested in that sort of music yeah yeah um no i'll have to check that one out yeah and you sort of see uh the, st- the stones how they sort of promote that old stuff and mm. i think they took them over to the uk oh, okay. to introduce muddy waters and that oh uh, yeah to, yeah 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 i remember you're in that story and then you see things like um uh i think it was eric clapton paid for Oh, it's jogging my memory now. I think he paid for uh, one of their gravestones or something like that. Okay. Um, just just interesting little things like that. Yeah, that's and that's all in the movie, is it? Yeah, no, it's, it's all in the movie. movie. Okay, that's cool. So it's, it's kind of interesting because, yeah, the stones sort of, I think they started doing covers of all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and the, like the stones,
1: that's another one. Um, I love Zeppelin growing up, but the stones took me a, a while to get into. Yep. I wasn't sold straight away but I remember I heard um Exile Main Street and Mm. then I was like this album's just this is great and then that that's a bit more kind of old school blues a bit more rustic it's a bit it's got country got blues got soul in it and
0: Mm.
1: yeah I, I that's one of the reasons I kind of got into the Stones after hearing that
0: yeah yeah it's probably my favorite album actually. yeah you Ex-on. yeah it's cool but it wasn't at first um yeah i think uh it took me a while to get to that album i think because i got onto the stones through my dad listening yeah. to stones That's, and it was yeah. like the paint it black oh yeah uh, i think you know like early 80s sort of era yeah start me up and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. but also the early stuff um uh, you know 19th Nervous breakdown. Oh yeah, and that yeah, early, that's early stuff. Brian probably. Jones kind of. Yeah, yeah right. um But yeah, they're one of those bands that have just got. all well, they've <laughs> come through so many errors yeah, and like decades. Yeah. Pretty, and they're still going. It's incredible. Yeah. Have you seen
1: footage of Mick Jagger recently? He's, yeah. yeah. He's still got <laughs> it. He's probably fitter than I am. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: After his heart surgery too. Yeah. Man, yeah. What the hell's with these guys? Yeah, I don't know. God um yeah it's pretty good effort yeah so yeah i mean if they can obviously they can't do it as well as they used to you know when do you call it a day yeah you just say that's enough let's well keith too like
1: obviously nick looks after himself but keith i don't i don't know if he still drinks as much as he would but he i read his book and he led a really Mm. really rough life. so yeah it's amazing he's still going
0: yeah maybe that's Maybe (laughs) secret, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I find it really interesting watching... I think there's an Exile on Main Street documentary. Yeah, there is, yeah. Because they they record it in the south of France or something like that. Yeah, in a, um, in a, like a a mansion or villa or something. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Which is really cool to see because I remember, um, the bassist, Bill Wyman, was saying, you know, it just sounded like shambles when they recorded it, Mm. but once it was all put together, it you know, as a masterpiece. So yeah, yeah. Um, they're running wires through the rooms and leads oh, yeah. and,
0: you know. Is that, that's where you see them sort of baffled off? Yeah. In one big room, they are all got their little yeah, yeah. baffles around them. That's it, yeah. But Yeah, I'm kind of fascinated with that, uh, I guess, late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Just general music uh, culture, I oh, think. so, yeah. And, um, yeah, the Stones were big big part of that obviously yeah yeah i really like sort of watching that old footage and yeah listening to those songs um and you can
1: kind of see how it's done too and i think that's a really interesting thing that um you know the their recording techniques uh some of it's pretty primitive but Mm. the albums sound unbelievable and then you look into the 80s where they're they're doing all this stuff in the studio and You know they're kind of experimenting with modern techniques, but I look at those old albums, and you know sometimes the I think uh, some of the drum tracks on Zeppelin were four four mics or something like that. Mm. Yeah, at the bottom of the staircase. That's yeah, the yeah
0: (laughs) when the levy breaks. Yeah, Yeah. massive sound. That is that. That's a huge sound that drum. Yeah, I think that was pretty influential for yeah the decades for other drummers. Um. I know Dave Grohl's talked about it, and yeah. probably countless others. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think the the Stones actually had to. Did they have to leave the UK at that time because of tax?
1: Yeah, tax, a tax issue. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the full story, but yeah, they were yeah, yeah in exile. So,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, definitely worth watching if anyone's interested out there. So, so yeah. uh, it's a really cool. Well, it's a cool album. It's a cool documentary. Yeah. Definitely. Um it's funny we we're talking about the Stones actually when I first when I first saw you I thought fuck this guy, this guy looks like um Mick Taylor out of the Rolling oh, Stones really get that no man but god I I love that guitarist
1: <laughs> I actually always think about I think he's terribly underrated as a guitarist mm. because their uh their greatest era to me is like Exile and, and Sticky Fingers and that yeah. he was a guitarist then, but he's kinda of Ronnie Wood I think was more of a personality. Yeah. And he's with them now, so but Mick Taylor to me, that combination of him and Keith is perfect because Keith is a bit, you know, a bit rough or whatever. Yeah. And then Mick Taylor's just got that real pristine, clean kind of solo style that uh yeah, I just
0: reckon worked. Worked really good, so mm. that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I've never had that. that. Oh no, uh, yeah, no, that's that's funny. Well, I might chuck um chuck a photo of you and Mick yeah. Taylor up yeah, on yeah. Instagram and see what people think. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know why. It's just, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, "Fuck, it's oh, uh, Mick Taylor man. from the Rolling Stones." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess any other sort of early influences, like, um, or how, who who introduced
1: you to music? Uh, so, my parent, both my mum and dad, uh, were listening to music all the time. My dad was, uh, in a covers band when I was younger. He was a singer, so I kind of, oh, right. I was exposed to that a bit then. But, uh, I don't know, I just, um, I think my first album I ever bought, or my mum bought it for me, was, uh... Appetite for Destruction. Oh, nice. Good, good job, Mum. Yeah, which is funny because uh, she tells me the story now yeah. that she went in to buy it because I'd asked. I heard something with Sweet Child of Mine or something. Yeah. And she went in and um, she saw it had uh, explicit lyrics <laughs> yeah. and she asked the the kid behind the counter, is this okay because he's only 12 or something? And he's like, yeah, I'll be fine. You know? So <laughs> I have a lot to thank that kid. Yeah, whoever you are. Because that album, like, it's pretty full on for a oh. twelve year old, some of the content in that. Yeah. But uh yeah, that was that was it. And then I picked up guitar when I was about fourteen. Um but yeah I just always I always loved music from a really young age. Mm. And uh yeah, just yeah you know, it was always played around the house. Mum mum liked like Billy Joel and Johnny Cougar and Dad liked the Stones and yeah. and, and Bowie and stuff like that. So
0: Pretty good mix. Yeah, yeah. There's always rock music playing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I find Appetite for Destruction still sounds fucking amazing. Oh, it's classic. It's such it's, a good album. Yeah, it's just a great rock album. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think the cover of that album, lucky, lucky it was changed because I don't think yeah. your mum would have brought it. That's right, yeah. That's right. meant to have right. a different cover It originally. was, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: it's still in the, like in the sleeve, the cake yeah. phone you could, yeah, yeah, I remember, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, great album. I think the reason that's such a good album too is like later on when they changed. My personal opinion is, um, I think they just became a bit too big. Their yeah. sound. I like when Steven was the drummer because yeah. he was the
0: guitar. They just sound like a a pub rock band. Yeah, yeah. I think Axel had this gigantic vision. Yeah. Uh, which obviously it worked as well, but it took yeah. away. Uh, well. I don't know. That's kind of probably what drove them to be too inflated and too Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. pretty early on too, like. Yeah. The Illusion albums and the tour. Yeah, it yeah. was only a few years after Appetite. That yeah, that's true, yeah. Two
1: of them too, two big albums, two massive albums. Which again, like like you said, like he has a huge vision, but it's uh, uh I like some of those songs, but just what I feel for me Appetite was mm. I prefer that that sound you
0: know, mm. or that band yeah I mean you see what he did with um, Chinese Democracy and how long that yeah. took to come out <laughs> yeah um, that's like the longest longest uh, album ever right was it worth it. it yeah
1: yeah it's uh, uh, yeah I, I, I like Appetite I
0: think that's what about you did you uh, what's your favourite album of theirs oh look i have to say it's pretty hard to go past appetite. Yeah, that's what first got me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, listening to Slash. Yeah, um, he was a huge, huge influence. Yeah, um, his stage presence as well. Back in the day, like yeah, I used to just come home from school and yeah, chuck on um, the VCR of the usual, usual yeah, to it too. in yeah. Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like Why are they playing in Japan. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought, yeah. It was awesome watching Slash and yeah, um, Axel with his microphone muff. Yeah, that's right. I, his I, I brought a muff back in the early <laughs> days you? in the band <laughs> I was in. Yeah, carried that around for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool they got back together and did a massive tour. Can't, I still can't
1: believe that. No,
0: that they, they're sharing
1: a stage. Yeah. but it's a big uh, deal. Yeah, yeah, it's great though, and yeah, that. You know, they're classic. I love them. I, don't, I probably don't listen to them much anymore, but uh, yeah, I'd, and again, Slash, is, he was a huge
0: influence on me. Let's see what they um, come out with with a new album. I think they're going to... Oh, right, really? They're going to give it a crack, yeah. Okay, and cool. See if it comes to it's fruition. A, yeah, yeah. it would be a, probably a pretty big effort. I mean, it's hard to get them together for a tour. Yeah. You see how they go with an album. But yeah. Uh, so, um, so you were from Sydney originally?
1: Yeah. So I, uh, I moved down here maybe, I think it's about four years now, but I moved down here and, uh, the only person I knew at the time was Mick, who, you know, Mick and Bren and yep. he was, uh, kind enough to put me up when I first came down here and, um, yeah, really helped me out actually, because he introduced me to a lot of musos down here and, uh, opened some doors for me but before that yeah I was I was in Sydney and needed a change and wanted to kind of pursue the music thing a bit more so I knew he was uh he was playing pretty regularly yeah and it's a bit hard in Sydney to find places because it just like even now I don't know what it's like now but mm. even uh five or six years ago it just to me it didn't seem like it had that many places
0: that you know had live music going and that was still previous to the lock up or lock out laws? Yeah,
1: that was happening just just around that time actually. So now I don't know what it's like if it's if it's quieter I'd imagine so. Mm. Do you, have you played up there
0: much? No, I haven't played in Sydney. Yeah. Um, okay. I just Yeah, haven't had the desire to, to reach out there yet. Yeah. Um So There's well, so many places here that you know, Yeah. Like, like getting down to Tasmania that's yeah okay at this stage but okay yeah I should look you know towards the other states but um, yeah yeah um so once you got to Melbourne did you find you just started picking up some gigs and uh yeah so my my other mate
1: uh Chaz he also moved down a bit earlier as well and uh he put on a gig and that was kind of the first gig I did supporting him and then uh do you know Gordon? Gordon Holland? Yeah Gordon was put me up and I played a few gigs with him uh supporting him uh did a few open mic nights and then yeah just uh and then I had a band The Reveries for a bit mm. and yeah we,
0: did, we were gigging a bit around and Okay.
1: Stuff like
0: that, yeah yeah so um what sort of stuff was that was that sort of same songs that you're playing Uh, solo
1: it was but uh with those guys they kind of we all kind of worked it out together so i might bring a song and then we would all uh work on it and it ended up sounding pretty different from the original versions which i like it was just more it was a rock a rock kind of sound as opposed to just playing kids to guitars yeah Three piece or yeah, which is really interesting because uh, I yeah, I never played three piece, and there's a lot to do if you're trying to do rhythm and, and solo guitar. But uh, Riley who was playing bass, he's a gun of a bassist, and he um, he had a five string bass, and it just really made the sound a lot fatter, yeah. And yeah, he definitely helped kind of thicken that sound out, cool. But it's yeah, there was. I don't know there's a lot going on when you're singing and trying to yeah yeah, do all that are you still doing that band or is that sort no, of no it kind of it just phased out a bit um, maybe sometime in the future I don't know but yeah we. Just, I think I just wanted to do a bit more solo stuff and just have a break for a bit and yeah it's uh, just kind of phased out a bit yeah it's hard to keep the, the band
0: stuff it
1: is yeah yeah like I I started having trouble um, rehearsing because of the hours I was doing at work. They mm. were late hours, so it was a, it was hard to rehearse in the week. And then I think it just kind of, yeah, as I said, phased out a bit. But um, yeah, the band it's definitely easier doing the solo thing, I guess, because you just turn up with the guitar and mm. yeah,
0: you can rehearse. That's pretty it, pretty much yeah, whenever, whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know, like. In my early band days, like we used to rehearse like twice a week at the studios and stuff. And yeah, like look back now, like how did we do that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where did everyone have that? Yeah, sort yeah. Of time to do it, but um, because you're getting home late and then you're going to work. Yeah, and... but it was like nothing. It was easy. Yeah. Well, seemingly easy. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely definitely easier, I guess, doing the acoustic stuff. But it sounds yeah. like you could probably pick that band situation up again if you, you know you contacted the other guys and yeah I' would like to play again for sure I'm actually at that stage now where I'm
1: like you know I'd like to get back up and, and plug in the electric yeah
0: it's nice to have a mix I think. yeah I yeah
1: definitely I reckon because I, I yeah I like doing both of it yeah I think both and I think it's good to do solo because it kind of it uh it's a good uh, way of I don't know, just getting better at crowd interaction, or there's more pressure on you just to be the the focus, I guess. So yeah, yeah, uh,
0: to be the sound and the attention. Yeah, and, yeah. I, just, I found it really sort of tuned me up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta have you playing tight, and you're singing, yeah. um, you're singing good, and you sort of gotta hold that space and that sound. Yeah, um, it's kind of an interesting thing you can't um, hide behind no. as much can <laughs> you? Yeah, yeah. can't hide behind the, or the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the gross bass yeah. sound yeah yeah, but, um, yeah I always like the mix of the two because you you know you do a rock show and then you go and do this acoustic gig and it makes you appreciate yeah each one a bit more I think yeah that's um, it so um, you're going to record
1: a new EP. Yeah, it's all done, I'm just, uh, it's all done. I'm waiting for, uh, I think we were talking earlier about Yeah, it's a distribution service and it puts it on Spotify and different platforms, so I'm just waiting for that, it should be this week. Cool. Um, yeah, I recorded at home and I played the drums and bass on it. Oh, wicked. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> been interesting, like I'm not a drummer so it's, uh, it's simple drumming but yeah, yeah, it's been really fun and really interesting to learn how to. You know, I, I went in not really knowing, like, I've recorded vocals and guitar, but recording drums are a whole, a whole different thing. So it's been really interesting and yeah, did it all at home. Yep. Uh, pissed off the neighbors a bit, I think. Yeah. But, <laughs> Is that why you're moving house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we moving house, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been really fun and uh, it's a. A good learning curve
0: so yeah so yeah this week it should be out cool well what's the best uh, obviously you've got a Facebook page and Instagram yeah, and all that Instagram stuff.
1: page Facebook page and uh, yeah I'll have links to that album in the
0: next few days cool well we'll put some links in the show notes awesome uh, this podcast as well so keep an eye out for the new EP so how many tracks four tracks yeah, yeah four tracks cool uh bit of blues bit of country um yeah it's 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 a good mix i think yeah yeah um so did you engineer that as well like yeah
1: i I had to so mix it and everything like that which i found that was the hardest and my girlfriend i think i drove her up the wall because (laughs) i'd be sitting there all night just mixing it and and, you know, asking him, what about this? And she's yeah. like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and uh, just fucking up the mix at stages, because I think you get too... You can just listen to it too many times. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that was interesting. But at the end, I kind of had to just go, right, that's it. And, you know, because you can get too fiddly with that. It's like going down a rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially but, uh, with your
0: own stuff. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I can be a bit of a perfectionist sometimes, so yeah. I, I just go over and over it, and you just got to get to that stage where you're like, right, that's
0: it, and uh, yeah, just go with it. Yeah, I don't think I'd attempt recording my own album or anything like that. I won't be doing it again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'd get a drummer, I reckon. It's been fun, but yeah, it's uh, for the drumming aspect. I think it'd be a lot easier just to get a drummer in next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, What what sort of programming did you use? Like what? Uh, I I used Ableton which I've used oh. before but uh, yeah just kind of did four tracks on the drum the bass and then overdubbed some guitar but it's pretty pretty basic really there isn't too many
0: uh, too many overdubs on it and are these all sort of brand new songs like have you played them live yet uh, yeah no
1: they're all there's two of them that are new and two that I've played. I play live regularly, so yeah, yeah. But the, again, they were played uh acoustically, so it was just solo songs. So I had to kind of make it like a band song, cool,
0: flesh it out. Yeah. So what um what sort of guitars have you got on the EP? Resonators, electric, mm-hmm. acoustics. It's just uh just
1: acoustic yeah. and uh the Greco that I got, the Les Paul. Oh, cool. Yeah. So have you seen that one before? Um, I don't think so. No. It's cool. It's a 70 79 uh, Les Paul copy. Yep. So, cool. Yeah, It's it sounds great. Yeah. Um. Well, keep it. What's the, what's the name of the EP? Uh, Homegrown, I've called Homegrown. it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that took me a while to figure out a title. I, was, I thought, you know, I, I did it at home, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I went with that. Cool. Oh, uh, well, wherever you guys listen to all your music, make sure you. Check out homegrown. Uh, this week, hopefully yeah. it drops. Yes, yeah, so it'll be on Spotify, uh, iTunes. I'll probably put it up
1: on Bandcamp. I reckon. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's kind of got to be everywhere, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, yeah. how do you listen to your music? Do you use Spotify or Apple Music or? I use Spotify. Yeah. Because yeah. it's simple. It's it's easy. You know, it's it's very easy.
1: And It's so cool that you can uh you can just listen to anything on it. You know? Yeah, it's good. It's got this podcast, Fox on the
0: Wire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got uh,
1: yeah music as well. It's pretty cool. I, I The only thing I miss is having the the booklet, you know, a CD and having the physical, mm. you know, all the information in it. Because sometimes I listen to stuff on Spotify. And I'm like, I wonder who's playing that or, what, or where it was recorded or all that yeah. stuff. And you can't really access that. Mm. But it's amazing that you can just, You know, you think of any album like that, you can just listen to it.
0: Mm. So, yeah, I use Spotify. Do you listen to it? Yeah, on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. At home, you know, I like to listen to records. Yeah. Obviously, I can't take the turntable in the car (laughs) or to work or anything. So, that's pretty much all Spotify. But, yeah, yeah, I still buy CDs sometimes. Oh, do you? Um, And and records. Otherwise, yeah, it's Spotify. Okay. Pretty hard to go past spotify even yeah. though the musos yeah. don't get paid yeah you know yeah. much but that's a whole nother that's it yeah uh, another topic but yeah. um at least yeah, our music is pretty accessible yeah that's on there thing. so um yeah yeah so um is that your first
1: ep no i had a i had an ep i did around this time last year it's still on Bandcamp. If you just type in Robert Patton in band camp, it should come up, but that was just acoustic and yeah, just vocals and acoustic guitar. Yep. A little bit of electric over it. And uh, my mate, again, Riley, who played in, in the band Reveries, he played bass on one track. Mm. But uh, this year, this time I just wanted to make it, I had a band thing in mind and I got a hold of a drum kit, so I did it that way this time. But that, yeah, that one was more just acoustic. Yep. A bit more funky, I guess. Cool. So that's on uh, Bandcamp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Robert Patton. It's a self-title. Is
0: it on Spotify? No, but I got to look into that, actually. You should yeah. be able to chuck it up through DistroKid, I think. Yeah. That's the good thing about DistroKid. You can... Uh, I think you pay a yearly fee, but you can upload as much as you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was only 20 bucks. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was using tune call for years um, okay which okay, is good yeah. but okay. yeah, i think you pay per release so all uh-huh, right you know if you're a bit more pricey yeah it costs you per uh, album or ep or mm. DistroKid, you can yeah just pay the one fee and upload as much as you want yeah okay much. so did you do that with your recent ep that you did your album uh yeah with my album yeah i, I went to DistroKid.
1: okay um did you, pr- did you press that on vinyl as well? Oh, no, I wanted no. to. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I still want to. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that's. Oh, vinyl would sound great, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's. Even just one copy for myself. Yeah. But. Uh, it's expensive, though, right? Yeah. 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 So, I figured unless I can guarantee that I can sell all the copies I print and sort of make the money back that way. Yeah. Um, but can't so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i won't yeah. do it but one day I'll, yeah you know down the track uh, i looked into it for my first album a couple of years ago too okay but yeah. it's just too expensive yeah. Yeah, yeah so um i think it is getting cheaper at some places or you know you can do smaller prints or shorter runs okay because so that's how
1: they get you don't they? they kind of make it you have to do so many yep like, you can't just say, oh, yeah, I have 20 or whatever mm. family and friends.
0: Yeah, and then it's the type of cuts they do as well, so okay. it got a bit, a bit complicated. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of artists seem to do it mm. somehow, so. Yeah. Um, it seems to be more on trend
1: now, too, right? It's kind of coming back. People buying vinyl,
0: yeah, I think so. Yeah, because my
1: parents, I remember maybe 10 years ago, my parents gave me all their vinyls because they're like, I'll yeah. never play them. So, yeah, and uh, even before that, I guess CDs like the 80s and 90s, CDs were the, the big thing. Yeah, and now it seems people are they're wanting
0: vinyl again. Yeah, they like you were saying before that you know, you don't have that physical, yeah, in your hands, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I I still like that. Although Spotify is convenient, Um, yeah, I still like to have the physical thing for for those special albums. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, um, I sort of my dad gave me a lot of his yeah records uh, a few years ago. Yeah, okay. Um, So I think a lot of people seem to have thrown them out. Like yeah, it's crazy. They threw them out.
1: Yeah, it's (laughs) Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Because, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's really, there's something about having, you know, just having a physical copy of it and opening it up and yeah. the ritual of putting it on and all that stuff. And some of those old albums, the covers like, you know, like Zeppelin albums, like Zeppelin 3 or Physical yeah. Graffiti. They're so, the artwork's so cool that yeah. you almost won it in a,
0: a big kind of form of it. Yeah. And, you know, the artwork used to be a big thing. It used to be you know almost as important as the songs yeah themselves yeah, yeah. Um, you know there's so many classic uh, designs of album covers that yeah um, you recognize straight yeah, away so that's true yeah um like the pink floyd and yeah, all that kind of stuff yeah so are you going to print CDs for this ep uh
1: what? no because uh Basically, I just wanted to get it out as quick as I could, yep. and I want to record again at the end of the year, and next like when I do it this time, I will do it that way and have a launch and stuff like that. But this was more just to, just to do it and to see how how it turned out yeah and uh, yeah, it's just a learning curve really, and I'm really happy with the results, but it, yeah, again, I, I kind of went into it just kind of doing it for myself, and then I'm like, why not I'll just release it you know like, yeah. Yeah, so... But yeah, down the line, I think I'd, I'd definitely like to to get some CDs. But again, I don't I don't know if they sell as much, do they? Like, I don't... Everyone just seems to want to get
0: on Spotify. Mm. I guess... Yeah. The oldies like it. They like the <laughs> CDs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're good to have... You can take them to gigs and then yeah. you've
1: got something to sell. Well, that's it, isn't it? You've got oh. something to... If someone's like, oh, do you have something? You're like, here
0: it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um otherwise you just say yeah go on spotify yeah they might have good intention yeah, otherwise we'll they forget. just might forget but yeah yeah I, I sort of got cds printed for every release just, oh, that's just to have something yeah, yeah copy um to to give on the spot yeah give, um yeah, yeah But yeah records one day um in this um I'm in a band called Old Etiquettes as well. Um, I've heard
1: it. So is this... Uh, who's in this band? Uh, James Harrison. I've never met James, oh, but no. I know this guy. He's, uh, I, he pops up everywhere. I think uh, I think Art Gordon, my mate, plays oh, yeah. with him a bit too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty famous. Yeah. He seems to be a busy dude. <laughs> he right? is a busy dude. Yeah. I'm trying to get him so. on the podcast here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think maybe next weekend we might be lined up. Okay, cool. Um, cool, cool. But uh, yeah, we... We haven't sort of been active in the last probably year or so. Um, Are you? Do you sing on that or play guitar? Or play just it? play guitar, Electric. Okay. okay, cool. So yeah, we released um, a single uh, vinyl. Uh, okay. A vinyl single. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we we had a song on one side, and uh, friends of ours, Big League, had their single on the other side. So we ah, sort right. of split the costs. Oh, yeah, which that's was a cool. really cool idea. Yeah, yeah. That is cool. So, at the moment, that's my only claim to have a song vinyl. Yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's come out pretty cool. I was pretty happy with it. Yeah, right. So, um, I've got to hear it. Of... Yeah. And I think James put his solo record from last year on, uh, on record. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, I'll have to talk to him about where he got that done and,
1: yeah. How much it
0: cost him. <laughs>
1: yeah. My mate Chaz, um, he's, uh, his group that he's got, they're called Thaks Ali, You should check them out. They're it's really cool. It's like a psychedelic kind of yeah. psychedelic rock project he's got going. But um, he's done vinyl. I think he's pressed vinyl twice, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's really cool. But I don't know how much he paid for it or anything like that. Mm. But it's definitely uh, yeah, it's something I want to look into eventually. Yeah, yeah it's it's just such a cool idea.
0: Yeah, well, if anyone out there knows um, good places to get vinyl pressed, yeah, hit us up. Yeah, I think we're both interested. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. not straight away, but yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so you've got plans to record again later yeah. in the year. Later in the year, um,
1: and I'm gonna, I might this time get someone to play the drums for me because I think that took a lot of time up. Yeah, because I don't play, so it was. Uh, for a start, I had to teach myself that, and also, yeah, uh, there's certain things you hear in your head that I just couldn't do because <laughs> you know I don't play. So yeah, it's pretty basic drumming. But I think yeah, if I if I do it again at the end of the year, I want to get a maybe get Mick or
0: yeah, oh yeah, Mick plays drums, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, Or can
1: play drums. Yeah, he's yeah. An, he's a great drummer. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I would I would do that. Then I'll probably play bass myself and. And do guitar again but yeah that i'm thinking maybe summer yeah end of
0: the year i'll do another one yeah cool yeah um so you've been writing writing new stuff yeah a little bit i'm always writing but
1: uh yeah it's just kind of i'll probably go back and write some more songs i've got a few old ones that i want to record but i want to kind of maybe do a whole bunch of new songs yeah so i'll be working on that soon and getting back to that songwriting
0: yeah yeah sitting down yeah doing that i think it's a good time of year yeah it Um, is now because uh, i just find it's more of an indoor yeah time of the year i suppose how do you write do you just sit down with an acoustic is that your process yeah pretty much um i'm sort of writing quite a bit at the moment okay um not getting as much time to do it as I would like, mm. but um, I've got bits and pieces of new stuff sort of lying around. You know, I usually record ideas. Like on a voice memo yes. on my phone because <laughs> yes, so, I've got yeah. the worst memory Yeah. Um, so you know the next time I, if I come up with something I have to put it down otherwise it's, yeah. it's gone yeah um, it's good though isn't it because do you ever find you do that and then you come back maybe months later yeah. and you listen to something well, I don't even remember that no. <laughs> but that's really cool I and mean, yeah. you got this you know you got a new idea but you got a fresh take on it yeah. as well so, yeah exactly um, so yeah I'm kind of combing back through some stuff that I've uh, recorded previously, yeah. Just as I had some ideas, yeah, um, yeah. So I was working on a new one yesterday, which is coming out pretty cool. It's just like a finger picking sort of thing. Oh, sweet. I'm trying to get some, yeah, uh, yeah, some more intricate sort of finger picking acoustic sort of stuff. Yeah, great. okay. <laughs> Rather than the big strumming chords and stuff like that yeah yeah um I think it's good to mix it up isn't it yeah I'd like to do more of that more finger picking stuff yeah exactly so yeah so I'm on a bit of a little writing phase at the moment cool um I thought about maybe you know recording a song by the end of the year just as a single kind of thing yeah just as a single but you know I'm still trying to promote the new album too yeah so we'll, we'll see yeah yeah um Yeah, just enjoying writing some new songs and get a bit sick of playing the same ones, even though they're not really old. But yeah, but it's, I always think that too, it's
1: it's interesting because when you play live, someone it might be the first time they've heard it, yeah, but you've played it, you know, so many times, and sometimes I get sick of the songs I play, but I guess you got to kind of think, oh, they might not have heard it, so it's the first time they're hearing it,
0: but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I started playing a few songs off my uh, my first album, just just rehearsing at home. And okay. I'm like, oh, it's pretty cool. I'm kind yeah. of into this song again. So you let yeah. it go for you let it go for you know, months or a couple of years, and then you yeah. come back to it and it's still there, which is cool. That's why I kind of like albums because you've put the song down. It's there. Yeah. It's always there for you. You haven't yeah, lost yeah. it. Um, you might never play it live again, but you might. Yeah. You yeah
1: i guess some songs too they 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 work better live than they do or vice versa than on an album i've found that like some songs i think would sound great recorded on an album but live they might not be so effective yep yeah
0: yeah i was talking to um trevor pigtree about that the other night actually um played at the the Golden Vine in Bendigo and oh yeah yeah we were talking about that exact thing really okay. like you know some songs just don't translate yeah. live um and that's something I'm sort of conscious of yeah. writing these new songs yeah um you know something that will translate a bit easier or a bit a bit more effective live because mm. um, you know what it sounds like in your head yeah um, and you, you, know, you might record it well, but it may take, you know, you may need to harmonize your vocals to really yeah. bring it out and yeah. obviously you can't do that live. Um, anyway, that's, yeah, it's
1: interesting though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's, it's kind of, uh, you know, some songs you might write and you might think they're going to be really effective live and mm-hmm. then other songs you're like, ah, that's, uh, that might be a right. And then that's a song people like, so
0: yeah, you never know what people sort of will uh, clutch onto. It's...
1: And it's the mood of the bar too, I think, because if yeah. you have a real intimate space, songs that are a bit more introspective or a bit quiet, they're more effective. But if you've got a loud bar, yeah, it can kind of, you know, it can be a bit hard to blow those songs. Yeah, the uh,
0: soft... Finger picking yeah. intricate acoustic song isn't yeah. going to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They right. want to hear K. San or something. Uh, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you play any covers when you when you play live? Uh
1: a, a few, but even then, it's more covers that are obscure, I guess. Yeah. yeah so, it's a to Wonderwall and. I don't play Wonderwall <laughs> no. I haven't played that. But uh, um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, I'd like to start doing doing it a bit more because I think it's good to throw them in between songs. It kind of mm-hmm. gets. The crowd a bit more pumped up, or people, yeah, seem to like that. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think um, yourself. Do you play many covers? No, not really. But I'll, I'll chuck the occasional one in, like, during a longer set. Um, but it will be one that I want to play, rather than, <laughs> yeah. um, or it'll yeah. be you know something for the the crowd to reference to me yeah sort of what I'm about so yeah. you know like a led zeppelin song you know it's not going to be um Stairway to heaven you know yeah, like yeah. their most well known song but yeah um they can at least kind of reference yeah uh, maybe a zeppelin influence to to me uh, yeah i know what you mean what, yeah. what i'm into and yeah you know what what sort of music school i come from <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you know even nirvana covers yeah you know, i go for the acoustic styled ones yeah you know you're not gonna play smells like teen spirit <laughs> yeah. acoustic although michael yule does so okay yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah right <laughs> um yeah so you go for more like the unplugged yeah
0: songs yeah whatever works yeah better yeah um but yeah during the longest sets like if i've got a 45 minute set i might like, chuck a cover in there yeah a lot of the times when i write out the set list i i put a cover on it but then when it comes to playing it i don't play it i've done that too i don't know why (laughs) it's like a safety net isn't it it's like if you have to do it it's there but yeah yeah i kind of am probably more uh, nervous about actually doing it than, than not so i prefer to play my own stuff well i think too with the cover you have to play it mm
1: like it's play like with your song. If you if you fuck up
0: something, you can yeah. kind of get away with it because you're like, "Yeah, oh, that's a I made that choice." Kind of yeah, yeah. There could be a Led Zeppelin fan in the yeah in the audience. Like, That's not how it's played. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. not the lyrics, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Fucking don't play <laughs> that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, there are. Well, I'm one of those people in the crowd sometimes. Well, yeah, where you're like, "Hold on, that's not how it goes." Yeah, fret yeah. watcher. Or, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep, they're not the right lyrics, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Fucking learn the song properly. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, so, what have you got coming up? You got any shows coming up? Uh,
1: the closest show I've got is in a few weeks with Gordon at the. Uh, oh, it's a new bar. I shouldn't know the name. It's Bergie Seltzer. I think it's called. Oh. It's uh where the Snub Snub used to be or Snub Bar. Mm. It's uh Sydney Road, so it's a pretty new new bar. But I'll have links for that on the Facebook page. cool so yeah, that's coming up in a few weeks. Yep. And then I yeah, I got to start booking some more. Yeah. I think this time of year it's a bit quieter. Yeah.
0: But yeah, coming up to spring, you be getting a lot more. Yeah. Um how do you how do you find the the winter here in Melbourne compared to Sydney?
1: I hate the winter. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't hate like I just I definitely feel uh, I'm less productive or I want to be inside and but it is good for writing I guess because you you are inside and that kind of gives you a chance to do that but I, I prefer when it's
0: a bit hotter because it's definitely colder down here than it is Sydney yeah yeah and um so just going back to your influences so yep. who, who are some of your I know we talked about um Muddy Waters and stuff like are they your bigger guitarist influences like for just guitar just guitar yeah um
1: for guitar um yeah so I've never been a a guy who kind of sits down and practices scales or that kind of have have like guitar heroes like kind of more like the band so but Jimmy Page is is a big one um I, I like Neil Young Neil, mm. I like his stuff of Crazy Horse yeah I like his style I like stuff that's a bit a bit rough sometimes and maybe not as you know I don't really like stuff that's too technical I like that mm. it's a bit jagged or rough around the edges yep um but yeah Jimmy uh, Keith Richards Mick Taylor <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah Mick Taylor uh who else
0: um yeah, that's the, they're, they're some big influences there. Do you find any um, current or modern day music influence influences you at all? Ah, like, uh,
1: man! I to tell like to tell you the truth, I just always go back to yeah. I like I should, there is one band actually called Handsome Jack. Yep. And have you have you heard of this band? No. Nah. they I think they're from New York, and they they sound like a modern kind of credence. so I just reckon they're fantastic. Mm. Um, that's probably the most modern band I'm listening to at the moment. I yeah. like uh, my morning jacket. I reckon they're really cool. Okay, but mainly, yeah, it's stuff from
0: the seventies. So I just really like that era. Yeah, it's got so many good albums that came out of that time. So. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, actually, Credence is another one. Uh, you chucked a cover up on uh, Facebook yeah, the other yeah, night. Yeah. And I loved it. What that. what song was that? Um,
1: Fortunate Son. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, I just, uh, yeah, that era, I think there's just so many, yeah, so many good bands that came out of that era. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, modern stuff, um, yeah, I tend to, yeah, mainly go back to the stuff I've listened to for years. Yeah, I think I'm the
0: same. Yeah, have you, you saw like any, anything that stands out recently? No, I don't think so. Um, uh, I can't even think off the top of my head. Yeah. I, I always go back. Yeah. I don't know if that's sad or, if, <laughs> yeah. you know, or I'm not well, opening like my mind. Guy. I'm just not into a lot of the new sort of rock bands. I'm the same. Really. Yeah, I'm the same. It just doesn't grab me. No. Um, it, and it's probably not their fault. Like, it's just... I don't know. Maybe it's just the general culture and climate.
1: But what I think... there, I reckon there are bands out there, like this Handsome Jack band that I reckon is mm-hmm. great. But what I think is... um. They are out there. I just don't think it's at the forefront. Yeah. So I found you have to kind of dig a bit deeper, mm. which sometimes you know it's I'm um, a bit lazy with that. I'll just go to stuff I've already listened to. Yeah. But I think it's out there. But yeah, it's just definitely not as um,
0: not as prominent. Mm. Yeah, I don't know um, what it is. I think, you know, a lot of bands are still making great music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just doesn't grab you the same way nah. the older stuff did. Maybe it's got something to do with what we grew up on. Yeah. You know? Nostalgia. Or, yeah. I'm yeah. um, pretty nostalgic old all- bastard yeah. <laughs> sometimes. <but> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know what it is, but... Uh, I think also the way those albums are recorded, there's a yep. certain sound that I just really like, that warm kind of... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it was recorded differently, obviously. Yeah. Um, That's probably got a huge part Yeah. to play. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, could... These days, could you release something that is a bit rough without it being sort of criticised?
1: Yeah, I don't As know. that? Yeah, it's... Uh... I know you look at the Black Keys or something, and mm. they they seem to have that sound down a bit. But yeah. But yeah, I, I think yeah, definitely those albums. I don't know, late sixties going on to like the mid seventies.
0: They definitely have a certain sound. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been good to to be around. Yeah, at definitely. That time. Definitely. But at least we can still celebrate it. Yeah. And pay tribute to it. Yeah, yeah. Us young fellas. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I think we might... Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for coming no in worries, today. No man. It's been a pleasure. We'll do it again. Great. We'll do it again soon. And yeah. We'll, um, yeah. Towards the end of the year, and we'll talk about the EP and yeah, the yeah. upcoming summer yeah. <laughs> shows. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll have to try and hook something up again. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Robert. Awesome. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Make sure you check him out, guys, on uh, on his um, Instagram pages and Facebook and Bandcamp. He's got the new EP coming out. So I'll drop some um, links in the show notes below. And uh, please subscribe to this show, follow it, uh, share it with your friends if you dig it. And um, thanks very much for tuning in again. Have a great rest of the weekend. And uh, we'll be back again soon in front of that. Another episode of Fox on the Wire. Thanks, everyone. Cheers.